It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. What's going on at Hallis Hall right now in the NFL Network Studios? I am Mark Grody. This is the Daily Score, and we're talking Bears again. I'm going to start with some good news, and that was seeing Tremaine Edmonds in full pads, limited participant in practice, mostly doing individual work and ramp up but that is not something we have seen for the last couple of weeks so that was great to see he is supposedly down his day-to-day so the feeling here from me is that eventually we will see Tremaine Edmonds going full speed and be playing when the Bears play for real and I doubt he's going to play in the final preseason game that would be a shocker but you're going to see Tremaine Edmonds hopefully play in the first game and that's ultimately what counts I mean it it it's not helpful that he hasn't been practicing, don't get me wrong, but um, but the fact that he appears to be good to go or start the the ramp up is, is really good news. The other big story continuing to go on right now is Tevin Jenkins and, and the parents' leg injury. We were hoping to get some clarity from the Bears head coach, Matt Eberflus, on. He's now missed two straight practices. We did get some clarity from... Matt Eberflus. Here is what he was willing to say in regards to the injury and the timeline for the Bears' projected starting left guard, Tevin Jenkins. You guys all saw Jenkins is dealing with an injury. And as we stated before, that we will say that it is uh, a week-to-week issue. It's bigger than a day-to-day. And that's all we're going to uh, disclose at this time. One quick question. I saw him finish the crossover practices in Indianapolis. We talked on Thursday. And then we get news that he's out for a while. When did he start reporting discomfort and, and, and how did that time? Yeah, in between that time, you know, so it's, it's right in that time. So, uh, you know, we're not going to disclose where or when or what or all that stuff because, you know, we don't have to do it till September 6th. But uh, he's a week-to-week guy, and uh, that's where he is right now. And so that's the distinction that was made by Matt Eberflus, that you have a situation here now where he is admitting that for the first time of any of these injured players, that it's a week-to-week injury as opposed to day-to-day. The initial report by Brad Biggs said this is an injury that could last into the regular season. So Matt Eberflew is still not saying serious injury, but is willing to concede that it is a week-to-week injury. The guess here again is that he will miss at least one regular season game, perhaps more. That's, that's what I'm guessing and inferring from what I have read and from what I'm seeing and hearing here at Hallis Hall. So that's the Fluce update on uh, on Tevin Jenkins. And guess what? Let's sort through the offensive line here a little bit as well. Darnell Wright, towards the end of practice on Tuesday, looked like he was limping a little bit. Coming off the field, did not return again. This is at the very end. So he might be banged up. Matt Eberflus said he was not able to give us any clarity on that on uh, Tuesday as we were recording this. Lucas Patrick, by the way, who looks like he could end up being the center with all these injuries and the shuffling going on, and Cody Whitehair probably stepping in for Tevin Jenkins at left guard, he's actually still in ramp-up mode himself. Like, he's not ready to go full blast at this point. Same deal with Nate Davis. You know, he's not necessarily going full blast at this point and while we're talking about Cody Whitehair he only practiced for about half the time on Tuesday at first as we're going through our little attendance sheets 
he wasn't on the field. And then he came out there and was immediately inserted at left guard, full pads, all that kind of stuff. So there was physicality. There was some contact. So, but it's just, it's definitely worth noting. And with all of that said, with all of a sudden offensive line in bad shape at, at this moment, what is it going to mean for Saturday when the Bears play the Buffalo Bills and Justin Fields? It Might it mean that Fields doesn't even play? Let's take a listen to Flus on that. In the case of Fields uh, playing or not playing on Saturday, you said you'll take every everybody's health into consideration. With him, you have to worry about the offensive line too, correct? Yes. And, and is it reasonable to think that some uh, moving parts in the O-line might disincentivize you to play Justin Fields on Saturday? That will be looked at. Uh, there's no question that will be looked at. You always got to look at the combinations and the health of the offensive line when you're talking about the quarterback. So uh, uh, that will all be looked at, and we'll see where it is. Yeah, so Matt, you're just being pretty honest. I mean, that says to me that there is a pretty good chance that Justin Fields will not play. And if he does play, it's going to be quite abbreviated, and I imagine the playbook will be quite abbreviated, which it was when he played in that first preseason game. You know, there, there was big-time production with Khalil Herbert and DJ Moore, but they were being very conservative, and that's what they would do, too, with Justin Fields in this case. So we'll see. And Flew said that they'll get together with their personnel guys, and they'll talk about each individual injury, position groups, all of that. And hopefully we'll find out Wednesday or Thursday who is playing and who is not. Next topic is... Terrell Lewis, we've talked a lot about the Bears' defensive end because he's been one of the MVPs of the preseason so far. A couple strip sacks, one regular sack, so three sacks in all. He's been a playmaker in camp, obviously, in the games, as I just said. So I think that there was an obvious question for Terrell Lewis, and I posed it to him earlier. Terrell, would you be surprised at this point if you didn't make this team? Um, I would be surprised, but at the same time, I know how the business goes, so I feel like that's why I just continue to focus on what can I do and control um, day in and day out because at the end of the day, like you're not only playing for, especially during the preseason, you're not only playing for yourself and, and the organization you're with, but you're also playing for every other team in the league. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's right about all that. I mean, that's a veteran way to look at things, but – I do believe that Terrell Lewis will and should make this team. I mean, Dominic Robinson still, you know, only in his second year and considered a project. He has not flashed particularly well during this camp. Um, you know, Travis Gibson has had a decent camp and obviously one really good game. Didn't have a bad game in his second game, but just didn't make the same impact. So, I mean, he's a guy, you know, Travis Gibson is a guy that is on the bubble and, you know, Demarcus Walker's health is a little bit suspect right now. Like I I don't expect that Terrell Lewis is going to, you know, take over for Demarcus Walker or anything like that. But, you know, with his health in question and Yannick Ngakwe still ramping up, like he was not in the Tuesday practice, was not out there, not injured. It's just a matter of the time that he's missed and getting, you know, essentially back in shape or in the football shape that they want him in. So at this point, if Lewis doesn't make the team, I, I don't understand what's going on. I mean, just earning his way on, and then there's a numbers game in play here too where he's outplayed guys, and then you have the injuries as well. So Terrell Lewis ought to make the team, or I'm going to be really disappointed. A couple other things here from Darnell Mooney. You know, we talked to Jalen Johnson about his contract or potential contract extension with his time up in his rookie contract after this year. 
And you know, Johnson very willing to talk about it, admitting that the money does matter and it means something. And he's been pretty open talking about it and you know, expecting to talk about it. Darnell Mooney, a little bit different demeanor and sound when he was asked about his potential contract extension. I don't really worry about contract, man. I'm a professional at football and let my agent be a professional at contracts. So, so I don't really worry about it. whatever gets done, it gets done and whenever they have that, you know, so I don't really even know what's going on now. So. Is, is there incre- increased motivation though if you are going into the season and something to prove financially? Nothing to prove. I understand what I, I got to do with, with myself. Um, I know what I can do uh, as a playmaker and um like I said, there's no no thoughts on contracts or whatever. I know I have one year left, so um, I'm blessed with the opportunity to have even that. So, My guess is the Bears are waiting to see how healthy he is coming off the ankle injury and seeing can, can he put together a full and productive season before they lay a contract in front of him. I do know this, the Bears GM Ryan Poles loves Darnell Mooney, loves the makeup. You know, in terms of everything that they stand for, you know, Cole Komet was one of those guys that they identified right away. And when I say right away, though, with Darnell Mooney, when we asked Ryan Poles about guys, when Ryan Poles first got here, one of the first guys he mentioned was Darnell Mooney and the makeup and all that kind of stuff um, in terms of the way he plays, the way he practices, his demeanor the whole thing. He's the kind of guy you want in that locker room, but there's a football reality to it. Can Darnell Mooney stay healthy and be as productive as people think that he can be? I think he can. I think that I'm okay waiting to, to sign him to any kind of long-term contract extension, but I do believe that with DJ Moore here, Darnell Mooney could be one of the bigger beneficiaries of it. I, I look to him to having a big year. Last thing, we almost made it through this podcast without mentioning Tyson Bajant and Darnell Mooney appreciated what he saw from Bajant in that drive against the Indianapolis Colts. He's calm, super calm, man. He's um, electric. I mean, just looking at him, you know, with the quick game, he was getting the ball out when he, wherever he wanted to go. That's where he was going. He wasn't, he wasn't indecisive. He was. Uh, very understanding of what he wanted to do and it was uh it was beautiful to watch i had the headset on i know what play was going on and it was definitely beautiful to watch for sure especially from him yeah i mean that's pretty generous coming from darnell mooney they're talking about the quick decisions and all of that and that that all adds up i imagine we will see a lot of the undrafted rookie quarterback Tyson Bajan in that final preseason game on Saturday against Buffalo. I'll close it out with some injuries from the Bears still missing in action. Eddie Jackson has not been out there. Jaquan Brisker, uh, Chase Claypool still walking around with the bucket hat on. They're, these guys are all engaged in the practice. Some other guys of consequence. I told you Cody Whitehair missed half the practice. Tevin Jenkins scratching him off because I know I mentioned him as well. Demarcus Walker still not practicing at this point. And Yannick Ngakwe was not in practice at all. Again, not said to be any kind of an injury. Taking it easy with him. Matt Eberflus did say that he expects him to be good to go for the first game when the real stuff starts. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is our Bears training camp report. Thanks to my friend Stacey Dales from the NFL Network for letting me use her office here. Beautiful and wonderful. Thanks to my beautiful and wonderful executive producer, Ray Diaz, as well. For Ray, I am Mark Grody. We'll talk to you next time on The Daily Score.